The scripture reading comes from the first chapter of Matthew, verses 18 through 25. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel from the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, for what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. But, and when Joseph woke up, he did what the angels said and took Mary home as his wife. But they did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and they named the son Jesus. Welcome, everybody, to Christmas 2021. I am so glad you're here. I'm donning the red sweater already because the Christmas season, it has begun. And today, we are talking about the number one family Christmas comedy. Well, you already know what it is because it's the title of the message, A Christmas Story. But what was Ralphie's dream? Like Ralphie had a dream and the pictures from the trailer for A Christmas Story, you see this glowing, angelic face of Ralphie because he's thinking of his dream. Do you know what his dream was? If you do, throw it in the chat. Throw it in the chat. I can't believe that some people actually haven't seen this movie, but it is a famous movie. What was Ralphie's dream? The Red Ryder BB gun was his dream. But people were standing against his dream, like his mom, like his teacher. You'll shoot your eye out. But he had this dream, and he spoke about it incessantly to Anybody who would listen, do you do that about your dreams? He wrote about it incessantly. He wanted this dream to come true so badly. Today, in the story from Matthew chapter 1, as the Womack family read for us so well already, Joseph had a dream. Well, you know Joseph had a dream. Mary had a dream too. You'll see later on that the Magi, the wise men, they had a dream. You have a dream. I have a dream. Christmas is a time where we think about our dreams. What is your Christmas 2021? What is on that dream list for you? This is what we want to talk about and how dreams come true. What are you dreaming of this Christmas season? Dreams can be awesome or they could be awful. They could be awesome. They could be awful. I, my dream growing up as a kid, we always had motorcycles. It started when I was really young, like the age of five. We had little itty bitty Honda. It's like a, a little mini bike. We had a red one and we had a yellow one. It's so tiny. We used to ride them all over the place. It was awesome. And then I had a blue Yamaha and then I had a yellow Yamaha and then I had a black Harley Davidson. All by the time I was 15 years old, I loved motorcycles. In Boston, you know, we're getting ready to move to a new space. I can't wait. That's a dream come true. The brand new Boston Quarter. It is going to be so awesome in 2022. But it used to be many years ago across Wilson Boulevard from where the Boston Quarter is now, there was a motorcycle shop and it was called Cycles. And they had all these motorcycles in it. I used to love to go. I went there all the time just to sit 
on all these different motorcycles and my face would beam just like Ralphie because that was my dream come true. I loved motorcycles so much. But your dreams, remember, can be awesome, but they can be awful. I can remember some awful things about dreams coming true for me, like the morning when my parents were getting ready for church and we snuck out on the motorcycles on North Taylor Street around Barcroft Elementary School here in South Arlington and the police picked us up took us home, knocked on the door. There's mom and dad. That was, that was awful. Or how about the time when Krista and I were dating and she was driving. I had driven around some and I said, do you want to drive? And so she drove. We're on this little motorcycle and we ran right into a tree. That was, that was awful. And then finally, there's a guy that used to come to Grace before he moved up the other side of Baltimore. Famous guy at Grace. His name is Dave Snee. And Dave had a chopper. He used to park it right out in front of Thomas Jefferson Middle School. And he allowed me to ride the chopper for two weeks. And I needed to return it to him. And the day I was going to return it was a Sunday. And so I thought early Sunday morning, I'm headed. I'm going to speak at church that day. I thought, I'm going to ride the chopper. And right before I got on it, I had this thought, what if something bad happens? And then I thought, no, nothing bad will happen. And I made it all the way to TJ. Well, almost all the way to TJ. I got there to the intersection of Old Glebe Road and 2nd Street, and they were doing some construction, and choppers sit very low to the ground. And I turned, and I turned just a little bit too much. And the back of the chopper on the frame, it hit the ground in that construction. And when it did, it skidded. Then the handlebars went right into my rib and broke my rib. And I spoke that morning with a broken rib. Dreams can be awesome, and dreams can be awful. I would like to read to you Matthew 1, 18, let's catch up with Joseph because he has a dream, but it's not turning out the way he expected. This is what it says. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found, and here it goes, she was found to be pregnant. Now, Joseph had a dream, and it was to marry Mary. He loved Mary. It was the dream of so many men in his day to be married and to have kids. That, particularly in a Jewish community, very strong dream. You get married, you have kids. It was his dream, so his dream is coming true. Up, oh, time out, but she's pregnant. His dream isn't really turning out the way that he thought. Like he, this is an unexpected turn. How about you? Have you ever had a dream come true, but it had an unexpected ending or result? Like you got your dream or I got my dream, but it didn't really turn out the way I thought. And instead of being awesome, it was awful. And here, Joseph, he's just kind of wrestling in the midst of this. Like, I really want to get married. I really want to marry Mary. I really want to have kids, but She's already pregnant, and it's not by me. So his dream is being challenged. Fulfilled dreams can be awesome, and they can be awful, and I'm sure some of us have experienced that. Now, we all know that unfulfilled dreams are just awful. There's a lot of pain in this story. Joseph's in pain. Mary's going to give birth. She's going to be in pain. There's so much pain. Ralphie is in pain because he thinks he's not going to get his dream come true. He's not going to get the Red Rider. There's just a lot of pain. This series is entitled, I'm Dreaming Of. Right? What am I dreaming of? It's the number one Christmas song of all time. It's not the Mariah Carey song. It's this song written by Irving Berlin. It's the number one Christmas song of all time. I want to tell you just a little bit about this because it's dream. I'm dreaming of. What are you dreaming of? And when you think about dreams, you think about good things. 
This actually is a song that was birthed in pain. First time the song was sung, December the 25th, 1941. Now, what is happening in the United States of America when Bing Crosby first sings this song, December the 25th, 1941? Do you know what? Pearl Harbor had just happened a few weeks earlier. So there's a national mourning. There's national pain. And after that, after that song was sung, it became quickly a very, very popular song. Bing Crosby would go and sing to the troops on USO tours. And he would intentionally leave the song out because he said it would make the soldiers sad. It was so nostalgic and he didn't want to make them sad, but it was the, so he had, it was the requested song. So he had to keep putting it back in. It's a sad song. But more than that, Irving Berlin, who wrote it, was writing it about his three-week-old son who had died on Christmas Day, 1928. And every Christmas Day, he would go and visit his son's grave. So this song was written during a time of deep personal sadness for Irving and his wife. And it was first sung during a time of national mourning and sadness. There is a lot of pain. Joseph is in pain. He has a dream, and that dream is bringing pain to his heart. Now, let's catch up with the story, verse number 19. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. You see, he's grappling through this. He loves her, wants to marry her, his dream come true, having children. But at the same time, there's a big problem here. This is not what he was expecting. He wants to do the honorable thing. He wants to do the God thing. He wants to do this. Yet, we have a big problem. We have a big, just major wrinkle in his dream. I want to read to you something from Psalm chapter 1, the opening verses. These are famous verses out of the Bible. And it says something here that I think is really pertinent to the story of Joseph. It's something that he knows because they're so familiar with the Bible. He understands the major themes of the Bible. And I think it's the decision that Joseph is making right here as it pertains to his dream. So the first three verses of Psalm chapter one, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in, check this out, whose delight is in the law of the Lord. This is what Joseph wants to do. His delight, he wants it to be in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like what? That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do, prospers. Joseph wants to be like a tree. He wants to do the God thing. He wants to do the honorable thing. He wants to be a man of character. He wants to be like a tree. Why a tree? Because a tree is a major theme in the Bible. Of living things mentioned in the Bible, everybody, the number one living thing is God. The number two living thing is human beings. The number three is a tree. Major theme in the Bible. Joseph wants to be a tree. And to be the tree, as mentioned here in Psalm 1, this famous tree, is to do the God thing, to do the honorable thing. And you can see him, he's wrestling with that. 
I love Mary. I, I don't want to humiliate Mary. Mary's life is going to be a public disgrace. He doesn't want to do that. He wants to protect her and love her and hire her because that is what God would do. And you see him wrestling with this whole idea. So this tree, this major theme of trees in the Bible, the Bible starts with a tree in the book of Genesis and it ends with a tree in the book of Revelation. And in the middle of all that, there's lots of trees, particularly there's a tree in the life of Jesus Christ too. So there's a lot of trees going on. Everybody, life can be very, very complicated, but at the same time, life can be very, very simple. So the trees represent that right at the beginning of the Bible in the book of Genesis. Here's where this theme of trees are first presented to us. You have the tree of life, which represents a God directed life. Then the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which represents a self-directed life. Like God's going to direct my life. I'm going to direct my life. And you just see Joseph. He's just like babbling between these two things here. Am I going to go ahead and marry her, even though it hasn't turned out as I want? And he's like, I don't want it. I don't want to, but I do want to. And he's just, and sometimes, sometimes, well, not even sometimes everybody, right? Many times, that tree of knowledge of good and evil, that self-directed life, it seems like it has such low-hanging fruit. You know what I mean? Like, it's so easy. The the pull is so powerful just to reach out quickly and to grab a hold of that fruit from the self-directed life. But that actually is the dream killer. The tree of life, the God-directed life, is the dream maker. The self-directed life is the dream killer. Now let's read what happens. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Whoa. All of a sudden, God speaks. A dream is divine revelation, divine information. God says, wait a minute. Your dream can come true and actually it can be better than what you ever imagined. But you're going to have to follow my lead, the God-directed life. What is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Sins is the ultimate dream killer in the Bible. It killed the dream of Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel and then on and on throughout the entire biblical text. I know the word sin kind of messes us up, but God wants to rescue us from our sins. What that means is, let me say it this way, God wants to rescue us from dreams that have been killed in our life. God wants to rescue us from that because we ultimately have desires in us. Now, maybe life puts all kinds of stuff on top of that, all the hurts and pains and frustrations and dreams that haven't come true. But God actually wants our dreams to come true. He wants us to realize, and in some cases, I have a dream and God comes along and says, you know, I got a much better dream for you. That's what happens to Joseph. God wants our dreams to come true. I think that's why five times in the first two chapters of Matthew in the story of Christmas, Five times, everybody, there were dreams being had over and over and over. People are dreaming. God is bringing about a dream. Jesus is the dream maker in the Christmas story in the opening chapters of Matthew's version of his life. Now, I want us to get serious about dreams. I 
want us to really think deeply about our dreams. I just took a study break. And what I do on my study breaks is I just basically take about a week to, to do a lot of praying and to do a lot of reading. I'm asking God, God, what is it that you would have for Grace Community Church? What is it that you would have for people who would watch online here today on December the 5th, 2021. And here's what I was strongly impressed by. God, I felt God impressed me that I want to help people to realize their dreams, that their dreams would come true, that there are things inside of us that we long for. And I felt like God said, you know, it's time to get serious about dreams. So so here's what we're going to do. It's going to start today and we're going to keep building all the way into 2022. So this is just the starting point today, but we're going to begin to put some meat on the bone, so to speak, as we move forward. I would like you to grab a piece of paper. Ultimately, I'd like you to grab a notebook. But if you don't have a notebook around, I'd like you just to grab a piece of paper. What we're doing today at TJ is we're actually giving away notebooks, specifically notebooks that we got for every single person as a gift. This is going to be like our 2022 dream book. And I want you to write down all of your dreams, like all of them, just Throw them all out there. Write them all down. Everything from world peace to parking spaces, all right? And everything in between. Just put it all in there, okay? Now, I, you know, people that know me well knows what I'm getting ready to say now is going to bring a great amount of pain to me, but I'm going to do it anyway because I love you guys so much, right? I'm going to mention a Dallas Cowboy. And I hate to bring up the Dallas Cowboys uh, in in a sermon, but here we go. Emmett Smith, in his NFL Hall of Fame induction speech, talked about dreams. He starts his speech off by thanking his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then he goes into kind of a history of his life. And he talks about his high school football coach and how that made a big impact upon his life. And then he said this, and he made this statement very famous when he gave it in his NFL Hall of Fame induction speech. He said his high school coach said to him and to all the players, he said, it's only a dream until you write it down. It's only a dream until you write it down. Basically, I think that phrase simply means this for you and I today. Until we actually take the time to write it down, like Ralphie writing down, I want that red writer. Until you and I take the time to get serious enough to get a notebook and to write down our dreams in there, then we haven't gotten to the place where we're serious enough about moving forward strategically with the help of God to actually see our dreams come true. And this is what I would like us to begin to do today. Okay, so I want you to write everything down. What are your hopes and your dreams for 2022? Maybe you want to get out of debt. Write that down. Maybe you want to break free from depression. Maybe you want to break an addiction. Maybe you want to get married. Maybe you want to have kids. Maybe you want to have a better marriage. Maybe you want to have better kids. I don't know. What are You want to have a better job. Whatever it is, write it all down. Write it all down. All of that stuff. Put it all down there. Put it before God. Write everything down in a notebook. And you're going to want to keep this notebook because we're going to keep coming back to this notebook. December the 19th, bring the notebook back with you here to the online service because we're going to talk about the notebook again. January, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep building because we're going to get really serious about dreams because that's what God impressed on my heart. And God, I felt like I said, you have dreams. And some of you are thinking it's never going to come true. And God is saying, I want to help bring to birth. To cause the dream that I've placed in people's hearts to actually come true. And God wants to get in there with you and fight for that dream to come true in 2022. Well, that rhymes just a little bit. That's really good. So Joseph, 
He's getting ready to write a certificate of divorce. And God says, I want to, I want you to write a new story, Joseph, a different story, actually a better dream than what you ever imagined. I want to save you from your sin. I want to save everybody from their sins. I want to save you from the ultimate dream killer because I am the ultimate dream maker. That's Jesus Christ. So here's what I'd like you to do. You put a bunch of stuff down there, right? Bunch of stuff. Here's the one thing I need you to do. I need you to put the name Jesus at the top of the list, the top of all of it, because these dreams will not come true unless they're God-directed dreams. And that's what Jesus wants to do. That's why he says we should seek first his kingdom. These dreams need to be the tree of life. We need to reach for the tree of life. We need to reach for Jesus Christ first, God-directed dreams. Because when we reach, and it's going to be so easy, it's such low-hanging fruit, we're going to constantly find ourselves reaching, reaching all the time for the low-hanging fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's a self-directed life, which leads to death. And God speaks to Joseph. Joseph, You're getting ready to reach for something, and I don't want you to reach there. That's low-hanging fruit. I want to speak to you through a dream, a divine revelation of information that you, even though it's painful, you need to be directed by me, and you need to marry Mary, because ultimately it's going to be the greatest dream you can ever imagine in your life. And that's what God is speaking to some of you right now. You are grappling like Joseph, like, should I, should I, which way should I, I go? Reach for God. Live a God-directed life in 2022. Let's subdue 2022. Let's subdue the self-directed life in exchange. Put Jesus at the top of the list because that's where it all starts. If you start here, you can go anywhere. But it's got to start with the God-directed life, with the tree of life. That's what God wants for you and me. Now, I want to end with something here. I want to end with a story. Chris and I, we took our honeymoon in Bermuda. You can't rent a car in Bermuda. We loved Bermuda. It was awesome. You can't rent a car in Bermuda. You can only rent these little scooters. They're not very powerful. And you, we went all over the, all over the place. And we're on our honeymoon. So, you know, we're giddy and all that good stuff. Our dreams are coming true, right? We're just so giddy. And, and Krista would sing a song. And then this is the song she would sing. And I would jump on board with too. It's something, I don't even know what the name of the song is, but there was a line in the song about a bicycle built for two. And so we're right around the scooter. She's on the back. I'm I'm driving. Remember, we've already hit a tree earlier. So I'm driving and we're singing about this bike built, built for two. So later on in our marriage, a few years later, now we have a son, our son, Jonathan, little toddler, and we go over to Chincoteague. Some people say it's Chincoteague. Actually, the people who live there, they say it's Chincoteague, whatever. It's the place with the ponies. And we go over there and... We're over there to see the ponies and there's a park there and it's, we're seeing people ride bikes, a beautiful park and they're riding. And we come out of the park after going all through it and there are all these shops where you can rent bicycles. And do you know what we see? We see a bicycle built for two. So immediately we pull over, we rent the bike for two. We put Jonathan, you had this little trailer that you could put on the back of the bike built for two. And now for our first time ever, we're going to be riding a bicycle built for two. This is a dream come true. And we get out on that bike and we start riding and we had a major problem. Major problem. You know what our major problem was? We couldn't figure out who was in charge. Like the person on the front, which was me again, is supposed to be in charge. But Krista was having a hard time releasing that direction to me. And so we were fighting for who's in charge. And because as you're going, I'm leaning one way and she starts leaning the other way because we, 
because that conflict there, you know what happened to us? We ended up in a ditch. Like we crashed on the side of the road into a ditch. It was terrible. Everybody, I want you to avoid the ditches in 2022. You're going to fight. God directed, self-directed. And it's going to be so easy to reach for that low-hanging fruit of the self-directed. But if you'll allow God to lead, if you'll allow Jesus to lead, if you'll put Jesus at the top of your list and say, you know what? I'm going to fight. I'm going to plan in 2022 because I know my human nature is inclined to a self-directed life because the Bible has told me that and because history has told me that. And I'm going to plan for it, that I'm going to guard against it, and I'm going to keep fighting for a God-directed life that Jesus would direct in my life because I want to be a tree of life. Then our dreams can come true and we can avoid those painful ditches that are always seem to be there. Now, here I want to end with this. I want to pray for all those things that you've written down. But then ultimately, I want to pray that all of us, that we would have our dreams come true because we've started with Jesus, the God-directed life. Because if you start here, you can go anywhere. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, lots of dreams have been written down. And Lord, some dreams have already come true and it's been great and some haven't and it's been painful. And then a lot, a lot of dreams have been unfulfilled and that's a lot of pain. But we've written these things down here because we said we're going to get serious. We're going to get serious about dreams coming true. So God, we've written it down as a dedication to you, God. We've put them in this book, dedicating all of these things to you. God, I just ask in your timing and in your way that you would bring to pass every dream that is in alignment with your will. But most importantly, God, would we put you at the top of the list that our lives would be trees of life, full of wisdom, full of good fruit, because Jesus, you're first and you're directing our lives. Would you please be that front seat on that bicycle built for two? That we would follow your lead, that we would put you first, that we would live God-directed lives. Lord, bring it to pass in your timing and in your will and your way. We dedicate it to you in Christ's name. Amen.